You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. In the immortal words of our next president, Democratic Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey, Dr. Martin Luther King once said, It may be true that the law cannot make a man love me, but it can keep him from lynching me. So, in my administration, we'll use the full force of the presidency to combat hate crimes and root out white supremacist threats wherever they arise. In honor of Cory Booker, our next president... The White House needs your help. The White House Office on Hate Crimes and White Supremacist Violence is looking for local support. Just do us this favor of filling out this questionnaire. Question 1. Are you white? If you answered yes to this question, please answer questions 2 through 6. If you are non-white, let us congratulate you as you skip to question 7. Question 2. If you are white, why do you hate minorities so much? Question 3. Why are you white? Question 4. How many slaves have you owned in the past year? Be honest. Question five is multiple choice. White supremacy is A. Whatever we want it to be B. A new white castle burger that doubles as a supreme pizza C. What white people do Monday, Wednesday, and every other Saturday D. All of the above or E. A and C Question six. If a black man is attacked by two Nigerian men at a subway and forced to wear a noose, is this a hate crime brought on by the celebrating of white supremacy and wearing a hat of the color that must not be named? Question 7. What is your name? Congratulations, you're a white supremacist. Agents will be escorting you to Gulag shortly. Libertarian, the only place for liberty-loving muff divers and muff diving enthusiasts. Join us this week as we tear apart the political binary and take a look at issues through the lens of non-aggression and reason. I'm your host, Kim Shang. Throw on your flannel, wet your U-Haul, and let's get this thing started. Welcome to episode two of Lesbertarian. The episode aptly named the Agree With Me If You Want to Remain Tax-Free CNN Equality Town Hall. Now, before I get into any further in this podcast and possibly get some hate mail, I'm not saying we don't have any white supremacists and supremacists of all sorts of varieties and nationalities in the U.S. that can pose a problem. More on that a bit later in the news section. What I am making fun of is people who use it to discredit anyone who doesn't believe whatever the, whatever the hell the far left believes. That definition of white supremacy is wide enough to fit Dave Chappelle into it, and it's utterly ridiculous. But we'll get to that. At this moment in time, the fact, the sacrifices I make, by the way, for everyone, just so you know. No human should have to sit through a CNN town hall, and because I'm such a kind and caring person, I decided to suffer through the CNN Equality Town Hall just for you guys. I regret everything about it. The first part of the town hall was Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey, the person that I so rudely made fun of in the pre-intro. I don't regret that. Said this about restoring federal protections for transgender students in public schools. Quote, So first of all, point blank, this is a real problem in America. And I will, number one, change the Trump administration's guidance back to what the Obama administration's guidance was that schools should allow people to use the bathrooms that confirms with conforms with their gender identity, but we cannot stop there. 
I think it would be foolish to think that this whole battle isn't purely political. Why, yes, I understand, if you're transitioning, that you're going to have to spend time as the gender that you're transitioning to, which would mean going to the women's bathroom if you're transitioning to be a woman, and so on. Yes, but I feel like this whole entire thing has been political and another way for the left and the right to get some political traction. While I understand there are very real concerns about somebody, a pedophile, getting into a bathroom legally, at the same time I think a lot of trans people just want to pee. I also think there wasn't a significant amount of trans people, at least that I have heard of or run into, that were making a big deal about the bathroom situation, considering they probably just want to pee and they don't want their business all over the internet and having politicians arguing back and forth about it. It's hard enough having to deal with your identity and transitioning without politicians trying to use your plight for their voting advantage. Continuing on with quotes from Senator Cory Booker, another quote, 30% of LGBTQ youth have reported missing school in the last month because of fears for their physical safety. We live in a country where we still see regular everyday violence and intimidation and bullying against Americans because of who they are. Booker said, so number one, I'm going to appoint a secretary of education, first of all, that sees the dignity and the the worth and the value of every one of our children and will have a department of education that takes steps necessary to protect all children in America. All right, hold up there. Do I believe there is bullying in school? Yes. Do I think LGBT students face sexually specific bullying? Yes. However, guess what? Kids are a-holes. It astounds me, actually, when a student can say they never face bullying. It just seems to be a very common thing in school. And I don't condone bullying. I think it's uncalled for and damaging at an age where you haven't built up your defenses to what people have to say and learning how not to give a crap about what people say. Anyway, why are kids so damn rude? Kids will talk about the color of your socks if it'll get a rise out of you. So I don't think it's necessary always kids targeting other kids because they're gay. And the ones that are probably have really garbage parents. Garbage parenting is a huge problem. Raise your kids with some damn respect. Or else they're going to take that nonsense you do and say to school with them. Kids often, even though they get their own ideas, a lot of the stuff they repeat is stuff they learn at home. We need to start working on what we're doing at home and stop trying to either blame schools, make everybody a victim, and not notice a lot of this starts at home. What are the kids growing up and seeing and what's around them? There was clearly a lot to cover in this town hall, but the thing is, I really don't want to get into all that. There was just a ton of victimhood celebration going on in there, and I... We just don't have the time to get into it. This was a really long town hall. They went through all these candidates, minus Bernie, because apparently he had a heart attack. Way to have a guy running that's probably going to end up dying if he's elected. That just seems smart. The one thing I'll come in Booker on, and even Pete Buttigieg, but definitely not Beto O'Rourke, is the removing of tax exemption status from religious institutions if they don't accept Marriage equality. This 
has always been a troublesome topic for me. Thing is, as I said earlier, that quote that Booker brought up, Dr. Martin Luther King, basically saying, hey, these laws might not stop people from hating me. They'll never love me, but they'll stop me from being lynched. The thing is, I don't, while I see the thought process behind that and Martin Luther King Jr.'s day, at this point, not accepting the fact that I may marry a woman one day hasn't exactly got me lynched by churches, hasn't gotten me attacked, and can it happen if somebody with some screws loose in their head decides that they want to attack somebody for being gay or supporting gay marriage? Yeah, that can happen. People are crazy and evil sometimes. At the same time, I've noticed if people who have decided, hey, I don't believe biblically because the Bible tells me whether you think the Bible's outdated or not, that's what it tells Christians, is homosexual homosexuality is not right. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty gay. And when I've told a lot of Christians that they're, while they believe as they do, they didn't exactly get in the car and try to back it up and run me over and kill me because it's sinful. So punishing religious institutions just seems a terrible way to go about things. For one, why in the world? You would think that religious institutions are the only places open because if a gay person wants to go to a Catholic school and surprise the school saying, hey, we don't condone homosexuality and you have a fit about it. Is that the only college there? And you have people like Pete Buttigieg and technically me who are Christians and believe in God, however, are clearly out of the closet. Would you expect going to a Catholic school? You what? You know what's going to happen. You can't just force your way in there and think that's going to be acceptable. It may make you feel better because on the outside it looks like everybody's getting along because they're forced to. That just has the hate simmering somewhere down there. Everybody had a fit about Trump and, oh, suddenly Trump appears and there's a bunch of racist people. Well, number one, there probably was a small contingent of people that are definitely racist, but they made it sound like, Every white person suddenly goes, oh, my peoples, my peoples are here. Let me come out with my hate. The problem is treating people like this and forcing down their feelings seems to only make it fester. And they're making that a self-fulfilling prophecy by forcing people instead of allowing them to learn to love and accept people. Because forcing them only makes you happy. But in the end, all it takes is what people say they're afraid of, that somehow a racist president is going to rise to power. And guess what? Probably is going to use your laws that you decided to advocate for to turn it against you. And it's just like it's just a seesaw effect back and forth. And this is why I think trying to use the law to enforce anything is just a stupid idea because all it takes is somebody else getting into power and your whole plan is gone and it's turned against you and you don't know how long it's going to take for you to recover the power. It's just stupid. We just give a lot of power to all of these politicians and just wonder why things move slowly and terribly. It just it's doesn't work. So trying to force people using the law, bad idea. Let's stop that 
Let's actually learn how to love people. For one, a lot of the people around my age and younger accept it. They accept gay people. They accept people in the LGBT community. They may, as Christians, may not believe it's the right lifestyle. They're not going to come and attack you for it. So why are we harassing Christian institutions. This is just ridiculous to me. It's not going to suddenly change the Bible and people go, oh, yeah, yeah, we thought wrong now that you forced us into it. Love people. That's what the Bible teaches. And yes, we can talk about Christians who have no idea what love really is, but biblical love teaches people to love the person, may not enjoy the sin that they're in, and every single person is a sinner doesn't mean you get to be hateful about it and doesn't mean that we get to be hateful towards Christians just because they don't believe in gay marriage. Simple as that. Stop trying to force this on people. And number one, I want people, everybody to be tax exempt. Let's get that point clear right there. This threatening tax exemption is just stupid. Stop taxing all of us. We're broke enough as it is. I watched all the other candidates, candidates but honestly, I think this has been enough punishment for me. This equality town hall taught me that voters are more likely to blindly support politicians if they're made out to be victims. Constantly fighting victimhood instead of being survivors who, who have and will keep changing the world. Alright, I'm over talking about this town hall. Instead, we're going to talk about gay news today. Or yesterday. Depends on when I get to it. Remember... Ellen DeGeneres, that one time, was at a football game, hanging out with a mass murderer who happened to be named George W. Bush. If you did forget, that's okay, because we're about to trot out another bout of the left eating itself. There was an exchange on the Ellen DeGeneres show between her guest Howard Stern and Ellen. And the exchange went like this. Take a picture with me. Making out with me, Stern said. Once people see me with you, no one's going to be thinking about George Bush. Ellen tries to change the topic, and then here goes Howard Stern just interrupting with kiss me, Ellen. Then she finally agrees and says, hey, no tongue, all that good stuff. And then Stern says, listen, I don't want to make you throw up or anything. Brace yourself. <laughs> and this... If you watch the video, video, this is as cringe as it sounds. Yeah, Ugh. And I don't actually know whether it was more so Stern just being himself, which is weird and uncomfortable, or if Ellen and Stern talked backstage and say, said, hey, we need to get this whole thing with Bush out, out of people's minds, so hey, I'm just going to make out with Howard Stern. I don't, I don't know what the heck that was, but this is getting embarrassing. And we'll move on from the embarrassing to the downright evil from LGBTQNation.com. The State Department has criticized Uganda's new Kill the Gays bill, but stopped short of promising to cut foreign aid to the country. Uganda's government is looking to reintroduce a bill that would allow homosexuals to be killed for being gay. The bill actually first passed in 2013, but ended up being struck down in 2014 by Uganda's Constitutional Court. Currently, homosexuality is illegal and actually could get you up to seven years in jail. Clearly, this is wrong. Jailing a person definitely won't change the sexuality of anyone, though it may suppress all the bigoted people who don't want to see gayness marring their beautiful reality. I need to drive this point home. You cannot force people to be or act the way you want by using law. Sure, 
you could throw somebody in jail, you can murder them. But the thing is, us gays, we just, we just keep appearing, keep being born. Sorry, that's just how it goes. You won't hear me arguing that we should stop aid to this country. I mean, at this point, what, the U.S. is given about a billion a year in military and development assistance to Uganda, including funds for HIV medications and all that. The State Department thinks maybe this bill may not pass. In Uganda, they're thinking the bill is definitely going to pass. But America just is digging their heels in saying, wait, before we stop giving the military aid, a.k.a. they're just going to have bases everywhere, control everything. Why do you expect them to suddenly just decide, hey, let's not support them. It's a nice foothold for control, I would think. Next story. Director of Programs, Spanish Language and Latinx Media at GLAAD, Monica Tresendez, is on the front lines fighting against LGBT invisibility in Hollywood. She claims that it may seem like we're positively represented in Hollywood, but apparently we're not. We're invisible. I think she's wrong because you know who's actually invisible in Hollywood? Rampant sex offenders. That just comes and goes in the public eye, doesn't it? R.V. Weinstein, I'm talking to you, bruh. They all just disappear. It's in the news for a split second, then suddenly we all forget about it. It disappeared about as fast as Jeffrey Epstein changed his will before murder killing himself. But here we are, gays were just so invisible in Hollywood. If only I had somebody that had a popular talk show to talk about this. Somebody who recently hung out with George W. Bush at a football game and made out with Howard Stern. I don't know. Is there a show out there like that? Nah. There couldn't possibly be one in this bigoted country. Hmm. And lastly, this one hits very close to home. It's my alma mater of UNLV. An email went out to everyone that said, Dear students and colleagues, we are reaching out to let you know a threatening note was found on the Maryland Parkway campus late, late last week and subsequently reported to University Police Services. The note was found on a bathroom stall and made a broad threat to our university community as a whole, as well as specific threats against African Americans and local supporters of Bernie Sanders. The note references the specific date of Wednesday, October 16th. While I'm a little wary of taking seriously a, a note like that that was found in a bathroom stall, at the same time, we're not very far from the shooting that happened in 2017 on October 1st. That happened at a concert, another gun-free zone. This is the thing. This stuff constantly happens at gun-free zones. And while there's a huge debate about at least having concealed carry on campuses or something like that, a lot of people focus on, hey, the fact that we have guns is the reason that we have this kind of violence. I'm telling you, it's the hate that people are, people are brewing inside of themselves, as well as most likely not being mentally all together in the head, is probably the concern that we should be focused on. America, I'm not sure, has healthcare and mental health completely understood. The... Of course, talking about how gun violence is prevalent is a good way to try to fight the surface issue because, of course, what you're seeing is somebody using guns to kill people, defenseless people, in a gun-free zone. But what caused these people to kill? It's not like suddenly guns appeared and people started killing. What causes people to kill? I think 
a lot of the focus needs to be on why mental health isn't a concern in this country to get people help for. Half the country seems to think that everything is just all in your head and then next thing you know, as soon as something happens, then we just find everything else to blame but trying to understand why these people are as sick as they are. And I'm not sure if this threat to the campus at UNLV is actually a threat at all. I just want us to think about the fact that I think we have a people and heart and mind problem in the U.S. I don't think we have a gun problem. And of course, you can say, well, you can say that. You haven't been shot up at a concert or a college or have you lost somebody? Well, there were a lot of people that were close to me that were definitely at the concert that people were shot at, a concert that I was actually supposed to go to, but thank goodness I can't really stand a lot of countries, so I refused instead. Once again, a lot of these people do these this in a gun-free zone. To tell you the truth, I think if you took away all the guns and just gave everybody, I don't know, butter knives and cars, they probably still would try to find a way to kill each other because there is a problem mentally and emotionally in this country. And I think that should be our focus, not just focusing on the fact that people are using guns. All right, in pro-gun rant. Until next time, folks, thank you for listening to Lesbertarian.